0: The iZ robots stuck at home show.
1: Hey kids, it is me your dude iZ Robots and we are back for another another exciting super fun adventure of the uh Stuck at Home Show. The show in which we're all stuck inside the house. There's there's like an evil bug outside a virus that we all gotta, we all gotta maintain our distance from. And the way, the way we're doing that is we're, uh, we're staying inside the house. We're staying cool. We're staying clean. We're having, we're having a good time though. We're exercising. We're playing with toys. We're doing puzzles, watching movies, doing whatever, man. We're doing whatever we can do to pass the time in a positive way. Because we want to, uh, when the world eventually goes back to normal, and it will. Don't worry. When it eventually does, we want to make sure that we go back being faster, stronger, Quicker, smarter, and better people than when we first went in. And this is, a uh, this is a lesson plan to do so that we like to call the Stuck at Home Show. Let's, uh, let's start off with this like we normally do. I have a package that I purchased on the online right here on my hand. Uh, let's, uh, let's open this up and see what's inside. Is it G.I. Joe's? Is it Star Wars Is it, uh... Is it, I don't know, is it a new face mask? Is it a new buff? Maybe some uh, personal protective wear? Who knows, man? It could be anything. Is it a cassette? Is it a record? Is it a a backpack for a G.I. Joe guy? No, it is, in fact, three members of The Core by Lenard Toys. If you, uh, if you're familiar with Lenard Toys and The Core, you know that The Core is kind of the, uh, how would you put it? They are the Gobots to the GI Joe Transformers. They are very similar, almost the same in that they're O-ring supported military figures. But they do not have—they don't have the details of a GI Joe. They don't have the panache of a GI Joe. But I've—I've I've come to realize that they are cool in their own right and kind of, kind of underappreciated kind of slept on. This is a pack I got of uh, three guys. There was one guy in particular that I wanted, and I'll get to him in a sec. I I have some childhood memories of this guy, but it's three of them. Like I said, two of them are the same. They are a uh, I I would call him like like a jungle commando kind of guy. That's not right. To me, when I saw these two, I sort of thought that they would be good to use as a Viet Cong's In my G.I. Joe photography. Because I do a lot of, I do a lot of like faux jungle fighting with my Joes. And I don't have anybody who would be a suitable Viet Cong. So I saw, I saw these two guys combined with the one that I wanted. And I thought they were perfect. They have black pajamas. They have headbands. They're wearing little sandals, little slippers rather. And if you give them like, you give them like an AK-47 or something. And put them in a jungle scenario. And they're going to be perfect, perfect, perfect little Viet Congs. I like these guys a lot. They're going to serve, they're going to serve a purpose, but the one that I wanted is a character that goes by the name of Whispering Willie. Whispering Willie is based on the Mohawk Scary Guy from the, uh, original Mad Max movie. He's got, like, the big, the big pink and purple mohawk and stuff. He has, he has some bracers. He looks like an old-school British punk with, like, with like a purple mohawk, he has like a knife, he has he has some Doc Martens. The reason the reason that I have an affinity for this guy. This goes back to uh this goes back to my friend Jason, the one of the uh, Apple Fight betrayal. Like I've like I've said many times, his family was very 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 piously religious and they would let him play with the action figures. They would let him play with Star Wars, they would let him play with G.I. Joes, but the caveat Behind all this was they would not let him play with anybody who they deemed to be ugly. I remember his G.I. Joe team was like Duke and Scarlett and Grunt and guys like that. But they would not let him have like Destro. They would not let him have Dreadnoughts. They would not let him have anybody like that. And they they were big buyers of the core by Leonard Because you can get one G.I. Joe for two ninety seven dollars over at uh, Ben Franklin's. I remember that price distinctly. $2.97. It was the same price at Kmart as well. But you could get a G.I. Joe for that $2.97. Or if you went to Kmart, if you went to some other store like that, you could get a three-pack of the Core by Lenard for like 3 to $5. They were, they were the bargain basement version of G.I. Joe. So they, they were thrifty. They were into spending their money correctly. And he had like a ton a ton of, ton of the Core by Lenard. But the one that they would not let him keep was this one guy whispering willy so whispering willy became mine they bought him a three-pack and the mom gave him to me because i guess i guess there was no reason to save my soul you know they're like hey we can give it to that uh that icy robots kid doesn't matter if he um goes to he double hockey sticks we need to protect you we need to protect you jason we got to keep whispering willy away from you i i maintained whispering willy for years i have no idea where he is now but once i got this guy i thought he was so great i just thought he was awesome i thought he was terrific he became, like, a Dreadnoughts operative. He was, like... He was a Dreadnought, but he was off on his own. He would do his own thing. He didn't always listen to Zartan. And, like, if the time came and he saw Zartan slipping, he would possibly, theoretically, slip in there and take control of the uh, of the Dreadnoughts. He was his own man. I... I had him for years. Like I said, I have no idea where he is now. I've gone to like bin after bin after bin. The reason, the reason these popped back into my head, and this is a, this is a shout out to my dude Lamar the Revenger. I was looking at uh, some pics on Instagram and his, his latest pic rolled by. This was, this was a couple weeks ago and it was like a bag of the core by Leonard. I saw he posted this bag and inside the bag was whispering Willie. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, I I need to get this guy now. So I went on the eBay and Whispering Willie is one of the few that um goes for a premium. You can get like for the most part you can get cores for like a couple dollars, but Whispering Willie because because he's so punk rock, because he's so dope, he goes for like 10, 11, 12 dollars. But I saw I saw somebody had an auction for three guys, the two Viet Congs and Whispering Willie for a mere $10 opening bid with free shipping. So I bid on that and I won. No one else even hazarded a bid. They didn't want to go up against me, dude. I'm not even the one to mess around with because I'll bid like crazy. I'm not. I'm just kidding. I I bid low. I I bid in a lot of auctions and don't win because I I want to take a a stab at maybe getting it at a cheap price, but I'm not willing to go much higher than the uh, opening bid. I'm a cheapy dude. I'm a cheapskate. I'm frugal. I am a spend thrift. But uh, I was able to secure these guys and they came pretty quickly in the mail and I'm I'm pretty. I'm pretty stoked. I I like this uh, this Whispering Willie really brings back a lot, a lot, a lot of memories. The Core I think is a super underrated action figure line. I I intend on doing a an episode on the uh, first series of the Core. These guys, these guys came out in like 1986, I think. Let's see if we can see on his uh, on his body. Here it is. Hold on. Excuse me. Right here on his leg, it says 1986. Lenard toys, so that's like, that's like a 34-year-old action figure, dude, if my math is correct, and I think that, I think in this rare instance it might be, that's, that's a long history, that's a long lineage, I was looking up the first series to see the different characters, and there's, there is definitely some neat ones, I, I want to do a bit more research, a bit more looking into it, and then I want to dive into like a brief a brief history. But um, I definitely think that these guys are just completely, completely underrated. Sure, they're not as cool as a G.I. Joe. They don't have as many neat details as a G.I. Joe. But does that make them whack? By no means does that make them whack. It just makes them, it just makes them different. You know, makes them just a, uh, just a fun thing that you could add. While I could see, like, these guys wouldn't be the stars of the G.I. Joe fight. I could see them being, like, extras, you know, like grunts, like, not grunt the infantry infantry soldier from a series one G.I. Joe, grunts like, you know, background soldiers, red shirts, guys who would end up getting killed, guys who would end up getting blown to bits, and while that's not the best role to have, it is an integral uh, role of an action figure collecting type scenario. I'm I'm pretty happy with these overall i have to say they don't have guns they don't have accessories these ones that i bought but i i got like a million spare guns around i can find a little ak for this Viet Cong here i can find a chainsaw for my guy whispering willy but a big shout out to lamar the reminder for bringing this back into my attention because now we are reunited And I'm happy about that. Before we, um, before we head into the next segment, I got, uh, I got a phone message from my dude, Iceberg13, who we haven't heard from in a long while. He's still up there on the, um, moon base with, with Emily keeping those, uh, ducks clean, but he, uh, he was pretty fired up about something, and he called into the show and left a message, and I'm gonna play that for you guys now. Let's, uh, let's see, hold on, okay, hold on, here we go.
2: No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone.
0: Hello fleshbags. it is me Iceberg13. I know you haven't heard from me in a minute. I apologize, but I have something I have to say. I've been monitoring the situation on your planet and I am disappointed in a lot of you. There is a deadly virus spreading rapidly throughout your nation and there are many of you who refuse to wear protective gear because you think it makes you brave or because you say you value freedom. Let me tell you something, your freedom ends where someone else's safety starts. To be honest I don't care if you all die. It's not my problem but the things I hear and the things I see are so disappointing to me that I felt I had to say something. You are not brave if you refuse to wear a mask. You are selfish and are putting other people at risk because of your desire to have freedom as you call it. Quit thinking only of yourself and put up with a small inconvenience for the sake of the greater good you have a social responsibility to look after the well-being of others no one wants to wear a mask or to have the places they like to go be closed but show some courage and do the right thing I can't believe I have to say any of this to a bunch of adults do the right thing for once, iceberg out
1: Big shout out to Iceberg. You can find him at Jupiter's Iceberg on the tweets. He doesn't tweet that much, but when he does, it's always it's always kind of fun. I, I've wanted to broach this topic for a while, so I appreciate my dude doing that. It works out works out good for me. I, I I do gotta say that I agree with you a bit. I'm I'm disappointed when I see that there are people out there who want to take like they want to take like a political stance and not wear a mask They the thing that like wearing a mask makes you brave. It doesn't it doesn't make you brave. It just makes you it makes you like. You're like a petulant child that won't do what's being asked of you to try to help the greater good. This is, this isn't about you. This isn't about me. This is about the greater good of the world. So come on, just wear your mask, quit complaining about it. It's not a big deal. I know nobody likes it. I don't love it myself, but it's, it's just something we're going to have to do for the time being. The more that we can all stick to these things they're asking us to do, the sooner it's all going to be over. And I think that's the important thing to remember. If we stop doing what's being asked, this is going to get worse. It's going to go on longer. It's going to go on forever. If we could just like, if we could just wear the mask, stay six feet apart, quit complaining about the mall not being open and just do our best to stay at home, do our best to do whatever. It'll all be over sooner. Up next, Pandemic Pantry.
0: The Pandemic Pantry, with your host, the Sausagetarian.
2: Hey kiddos, it's your girl, Sausagetarian here with this week's Pandemic Pantry, and I don't have a recipe for you because I haven't been cooking. It's been hot, it's been summery, it's kind of awesome. I don't want to cook, but I do want good food, so I've been making myself some big salads. You know what I'm talking about. And a big salad isn't just a pile of lettuce with dressing that's foreign. Big salad has the five elements that make it really fun and exciting. And we're going to dress those down right now. That's a good pun for us, huh? We got our light and crisp raw veggies. That's the base of the salad. I'm certain you know that, right? Obviously, you got your lettuce. But whatever raw vegetables you have, try to get a good assortment of colors, if you want, in there. And try to think about the size of these things, kind of so that they all fit nicely on a fork together so you get little uh, exciting confetti in every forkful of those carrots, celery, cucumber, whatever you have going on. We've got the second element. That's the creamy element. That's feta cheese, avocado, hard-boiled egg. You can use some cubed mozzarella. Something to contrast with those light and crisp vegetables. Something kind of creamy and dense. Then we've got our crunchy and fatty elements. This is my favorite of the five elements. Nuts, seeds, bacon, croutons. Something to just kind of pop in there, crunch, 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 and, and it's fatty. So it gives you some uh, little pockets of calories in there too. The meaty element, this is what makes your salad stick to your ribs. you got beans, like little, little matchsticks of salami. You can do lunch meat, tuna, parts of palm kind of different and fun. And then we've got our salty element, brine things like olives and capers. You can use bacon that's like crippled duty because it's salty, meaty, and crunchy. Lettity, double duty, it's salty and creamy. So think about the composition of your salad. You're balancing all these fun elements of texture and color, um, and it just makes a salad worth dreaming about. Don't don't be stuck with the boring salads, kids. Do yourself a salad and make yourself a salad that you're going to dream about. I know you can do it. Just get together the things you got in your house and, and make a big, creamy salad. Tell me what you love in your salad. I want to hear about it. Be safe, be well, eat food that's good for you, and feed it to the people you love. Bye-bye.
1: All right, it is me, and we are back. A uh, big shout-out to Sarah the vegetarian man. We have been eating salads a lot lately because, dude, it is, a. Uh It's been super hot this past week here in uh, Santa Rosa, California. The other day, it was up to, like, 95 degrees, and that's, that is too hot to even, like, consider turning the oven on, so follow my gal's advice. Make yourself, like, like a nice big salad. I, I like to make a salad with, like, a combination of cabbage and lettuce. I think that cabbage has, it has a really nice flavor, and it's also, it's, it's really hearty, you know, as compared to, like, lettuce, but... If you ask me about lettuce, I'm gonna say my favorite lettuce of all the lettuces is iceberg lettuce. It's like it's nice and crispy. I know it's like it's like mostly water, but you know, it it's what I grew up on. Around my house, we always just had like iceberg lettuce, so I'm I'm like an iceberg dude, but make sure to hop over to the uh, Instagram and follow. It's at Sausagetarian, it's at on the tweets. It's it's well worth following her on her missions, her foraging, her cooking. Everything everything she got going over there is great, and we are we're lucky to have her here on the Stuck at Home show. She's helping us to like make being stuck at home a little easier by having some good yummy food to eat, dude. That's that's crucial. You can't just like order in all the time, and you gotta you gotta take care of yourself to some degree. Self-sufficiency is gonna be the key to getting us through this uh through this problem like, like, uh, our forefathers would do, you know, you gotta, you gotta pull up your bootstraps, take care of yourself, make some salads, and all that good stuff. Let's, let's see what we got next up on the show is a visit to the, uh, garage comic shop. Are you
0: going to the toilet? Uh,
1: not at the moment. I'm going to, uh, my garage, the, the garage comic shop. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Icy Robots
1: Garage Comic Shop. We are having a magic tournament in the back. It's 10 bucks to enter and first prize is a $4 store credit. Make sure to wear a mask though. The other entrants look pretty sickly. Alright kids, this is me, this is Icy Robots and I am now in the Icy Robots Garage Comic Shop. That's what, that's what I've been calling my comic collection, because I don't, uh, have access to, like, an actual local comic shop, I've, I've created my own, the owner here's a bit grumpy, but right now he's playing some, um, some DuckTales, ooh, which is, uh, which is a great show, man, that, uh, the theme song for that really slaps, but, uh, I think it might be a little loud, uh, excuse me, could you turn that down, just like, just like a smudge, if you don't mind, I... I like to come in here and dig through the books and see what I can find. Because many of these I've, like, I've only ever read once. And then I just, like, I filed them away, never to be seen again. So they they definitely could use some uh, some twice-looking-at opportunities. Let's see. The last time I was in here, I found some... I found some really neat moon nights that I brought inside and I enjoyed quite a bit. Let's let's see what I can find this time. Let's look in, like, an entirely different box. I, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight boxes right here. This one is covered up, so I don't have the access to it that I would like. But if I do want it, I can definitely just, like, open it up and see what's in there. I... I don't know, let's, uh, let's do some digging. Right here, we're starting with S. We got a... Uh, oh, here's Redneck. This is a comic I was reading um, not so long ago. It's kind of... It's very similar to True Blood in that it's like tales of, like, southern vampires. I thought it was okay. I didn't love it. I think I read, like, 12 issues, and then I. then I canceled it. Here's an issue of Riverdale, some swamp thing. Oh, Secret Empire. This was kind of fun. This was like a big crossover event they did at Marvel a few years ago. In it, um, the the basic gimmick was that through the use of a cosmic cube, they, they were able to go back and change history to make it so that Captain America was an agent of a Hydra all along. I thought that was... I actually thought that was pretty fun. I have all the issues of that. Maybe I could take that in and read it, but I... I read that recently. Oh, here is um, here is Secret Service by Mark Miller. That was the comic that eventually became the Kingsman. I only have I think like the first. I have the first three of that, and then I gave it up. Maybe I should take that inside and give that a look. See, I I really do like the uh, the movies that they 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 made off this. Really really good stuff. I think that Taron Egerton is a good actor and they had some really fun action in that. If they if they make a sequel, I'll for sure um, see that. I liked the first one the best. And I think that what what I really liked was uh, Sophia BaTella's character in that how she had like those razor those razor feet and I thought that Sam Jackson was really good. I think that there there was a Kingsman prequel. Coming out before this all happened, I, I I recall I saw trailers for it, and it was it was set way back in the day, and it wasn't The Kingsman, he was The King's Man, and they were going to show how the whole uh, Kingsman uh, organization came together. That was that was looking pretty good. I was I was anxious to see that, but who knows, man? Who knows when the movie industry is going to go back to normal, and who knows if your dude, who is me, is going to go back to seeing as many movies as I did in the past? I feel like. Like like a monkey has been lifted off my back. I really felt like at one point a responsibility to see just about every movie that came out. And I got to tell you, man, without having gone to the theater and like in like forever in a day, I, I I feel like 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 a junkie who's had his uh his junk kept from him long enough that he he's able to break the habit. I'm I'm pretty good with it, honestly. I. I will go see the King's Man, though, but I think that it, honestly I might be waiting for more and more movies to come out on uh d v d and I might get them over at uh Joe video big shout out to joe video they They recently opened up the curbside pickup i haven't i haven't gone and picked anything up because i got to be honest the um the process to get him is a bit convoluted but i I will definitely go back as soon as i as I possibly can let 's see. So this Secret Service, back to the comics we were looking at. The Secret Service is, um, it's Mark Miller and Dave Gibbons. If I recall correctly, Dave Gibbons was the artist of, uh, the seminal Watchmen, which is like an all-time classic. We all know about that. I'm, I'm a Watchmen mark of the highest degree. I love the comic. I really do enjoy the movie. I didn't like the movie so much when it first came out, but I've watched it like two or three times, even honestly more than that, probably like five or six times since, and each time I... I like it more, and I really, really, really enjoyed the Watchmen series that was on HBO a while back. Excuse me, um, do you guys think that you could maybe turn the TV down to smudge? I'm heading over to the counter of the comic shop. Let me, uh, let me flick this down a bit. I don't know if you can hear me. I know you guys love it. When I walk away from the mic, it's a favorite. It's a favorite of yours, so I'll I'll take those... I'll take these comics right here and, um, I'll read those. And then when next time we meet, I'll tell you, uh, what I think. I wonder why I didn't even continue on with this series. You know, I got the first three and then I just, I just straight up stopped. I wonder, I wonder why. I wonder if I didn't like it or potentially it was laziness on my part. Hard, hard to say, you know, it's really hard to say what goes on in the minds of men, especially minds of the, uh of yourself in the past but um i'm gonna take these hey uh shopkeep how much are these these are three uh secret service 75 dollars. that's the first appearance of exe from the kinsman it's a real collector's item that seems a bit steep but i guess so you're the only the only shop in town that's open
2: you were listening to the stuck at home show isolation is healthy for the soul.
1: All right, we are back. This is, uh, we're going to get ready to to take it home. This has been a long arduous journey for, for both of us to make it, make it here this, this past week. And this is going to explain why there was no show last week this, this this past week I I wake up in the morning and I you know go do my stuff and whatever and then I'm I'm going to like check my email and you know check my eBay auctions and and all that stuff so so I go to hop on my uh laptop I I use a junky old laptop with a broken monitor as like the the main computer that I have for the show it's like it's like a good quality laptop, but it's old. And over the years, the uh, the monitor broke, the the screen broke. So I, I have it hooked up to like a monitor and, and a keyboard, and I I use it at my, at my desktop. Right, that's my main computer. It's the one that I I do the show on, the hard drive with all the show files and and all that stuff. It's all, it's all connected to that that computer. Right. So I go to go to check it out, and I I can't I can't get it to go on. Like it won't go on, and I. I'm just like what the heck is going on here? So I kind of like I give it a once over and then I get to um like checking the the power cord and like somewhere along the line the power cord had become like completely frayed. I hadn't even noticed. I'm like sitting right right here every day at least at some point and I hadn't even noticed that it was like totally frayed and I guess it just decided to give up ghost. It wasn't going to work anymore. And I was like, "Oh dang." Like in this uh world we're in right now I can't just like run down to Best Buy and get one I'm going to have to order one online or whatever and that's going to take like at least a few days and I'm like most of the way through a show like I'm most of the way through I'm almost done I'm like oh dang it I I should have just finished it yesterday when I wanted to now look at this position I'm in and I'm I'm whining up a storm, right? And I'm, you know, telling the wife and I'm whining and I'm whining cuz like I want you guys to know that I take the responsibility of producing these shows to you pretty pretty seriously. Like I said I'm going to do it and to me that means I'm going to do it and I wanted to do it and I have to miss one. I feel I feel bad, but it was outside my control, but I'm I'm whining and I'm whining and the wife is like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then like later that afternoon, she told me that she was talking to the um the lady who lives next door, a super nice lady. She's married to this guy named Bob. We're very, very friendly with him. And she was like, the, the lady next door is going to talk to Bob. Bob has, like, all these, like, computer cords and cables and all this stuff around. And, like, he's pretty sure that he'll have one from one of his other old laptops. So she's going to give it a look and then they'll check it out. So, like, later later in the afternoon, she, um, she found one. And she gave it to the wife and I tried it out. And it, uh... It didn't work. It fit, but it wouldn't go on either. And at this point, I think it like this might even be a problem with the computer, which is like making me fret even more because I have like all these show files on there. I I back them up, but I don't like back them up every day. You know what I'm saying? I've since I've since backed it up since we're up and running, but I don't back it up every day. And I'm just like I don't want to lose any of these files. Yada 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 blah 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 blah. And I, I rushed over to Amazon to um. To order one. And they're just like, we're going to try to get it here as fast as we can to you. But uh, you know how it is. The world's a weird place right now. So you'll get it when you get it. So I'm thinking, like, this is no good. Because as much as, like, I think you guys like the show. And the show helps you guys, like, keep it all together. It helps me keep it together, too. Because it gives me something to do all the time. Like, I'm always busy doing this. So I I feel like my life, <laughs> that my life has some meaning, right? And I'm just like, I... I don't know what to do. I'm fretting. I'm annoyed. I'm just like, this is whack. And then, wouldn't you know it? Amazon came through like a million bucks. They got it to me in a couple days. We're good to go. We're back up and running. Every Everybody's a happy clam, as it were. I I do apologize, though, for missing that all. entire week of shows. I hope that you guys made it through. I hope that anybody didn't uh, slid off into the uh, afterworld without me being here to emotionally support you. That would, that would really bum me out. Over over the weekend let's let's change the uh the narrative here a little bit before we before we go over the weekend the wife and I were just like driving around in the car there's not a lot to do so we're just like driving around looking for looking for free stuff I don't know if this is the uh, situation where you are but it seems like everybody around here is like cleaning out their house emptying their garage and with no thrift stores open donate stuff too they're like there are like piles of like free things all over the place. I'm not even kidding. It's like you could drive around and have have your pick of any number of uh cool things. And we're we're driving around this one neighborhood over near where my uncle used to live. My uncle has since uh, moved on to a different part of town, but he used to live over here. And this, for whatever reason, this neighborhood is always like rife with free stuff. So we're just like driving around, and I see I see a sign on a stop sign, like somebody hung like a sign with a piece of paper, and it says free rocks this way. And I'm just like, oh, we had been needing to buy some rocks. We needed some um, some um like flat stones because we're trying to put like a trail in the backyard and we wanted some like long, big, flat stones. And we're just like, oh, let's go. Let's go see if these stones over here are the kind that we want. You never, not never know. So we, we head down into the street and I, I see like a giant pile of big, flat stones, like a pile, like a mountain. And they're like, Right next to, like, a destroyed washer and, like, a smashed dryer, like, laying on its side. Like, somebody's, like, doing a lot of, lot of clean-out of a house over here, right? So I'm like, oh, this must be, this must be the stones. It's, like, only a few houses down from where the uh the sign is pointing. I think that you guys can see where the story's going. So we get out of the car, and it's like, we can't go knock on somebody's door and say, are these the stones? Because they put the sign up, and, like... We all know what's going on in the world, man. I can't just go up to somebody's somebody's house, right? I don't know what's in there. It could be full of the bug. So we're just like, let's just load some of these up. We'll just take some. This has to be. This has to be the rocks. I mean, how many piles of rocks can there be? This is a mountain of rocks, right? So we're we're grabbing a few. And these are these are pretty heavy. I kid you not. Your boy's like a titan of physical strength and horsepower. But uh these were These were pretty heavy, so we're putting them, we're putting them in the car, and I'm the type that, like, I like to, like, try to add a workout to, like, my day-to-day activity, so I'm kind of, like, you know, doing some squats with the rock, like, a couple squats, and I'm doing, like, you know, some lifts and stuff, various lifts with the rocks. I'm, I'm getting pretty worn out. We fill up the whole trunk with the rocks, right? We fill up the whole trunk. It's a lot of rocks. It's, like, not even kidding, like, a thousand pounds worth of rocks, and then all of a sudden, somebody comes out of his house and goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Those aren't the free rocks. This is a uh, it's down that way, like five houses down. Those are the free rocks. I I should put up a sign. You're the the third guy to come over here and try to try to load those. I'm really sorry and I'm like, "No, I'm sorry. I should have I should have asked." So we had to unload all the rocks out of the car. We had to unload all the rocks and it was just like The most murderous workout in history. And it was like... It was so hot that day. It was so hot. I'm not even kidding. And I'm just like... I'm drenched in sweat. I'm dying. Like I feel like right now buzzards are circling overhead. Because I am just like faded. And we we managed to do it. And then we get in the car. And head down a little bit more to check out these other rocks that are the actual free rocks. And they were just gravel. It was like a small pile of gravel. So... Your boy failed, it was whack, I got caught in grand rock larceny, but the guy was nice enough to let us off the hooks, he didn't call the, didn't call the fuzz, didn't call the man, so I didn't have to, I didn't have to have a wild shootout and get away with a bunch of, a, uh, bunch of popos, so I guess that, I guess that turned out alright, but man, I ain't gotta tell you, I'm still, I am still sore from, like, this whole rock debacle, so I don't... I don't know what lesson there is to learn from this, because I really don't feel like I could have gone up to Homeboy's door because he doesn't want strangers coming up to the door. I don't want strangers coming up to the door right now. As far as I know, you have like the bug surrounding you in like a giant force field of virus. I don't know. I don't want to mess around. Don't come to my door. So I don't want to go to other people's doors either. It's it's wild, man. I don't I don't know. I should've I should have maybe loaded half the rocks and then bounced just to been safe. Just uh Made a quick getaway, but I wanted I wanted enough to make the trail. They were great. They are very, very nice rocks. Maybe I should have been suspicious when uh, they were free. I think that it was... I think, honestly, it was the uh, washer and dryer that made me think they were the rocks. Because there's, like, a giant smashed-up appliances in front of the house. It's not like you're, like, upkeeping things to, like, the degree that you should have. You know? I... I don't know. I shouldn't complain. Everything worked out right. And at least I got a... At least I got a workout out of it, right? That's good. A horsepower initiative in full effect. I think... I think I'm going to go, my guys. I'll be back again in a few days. We'll we'll catch up then. It's going to be great. Make sure to follow Sarah at Sausagetarian on Instagram, at Sausagetarian on uh, the Twitter. I couldn't remember what that thing was called, on the Twitter. And then also make sure to hop over at uh, Sausagetarian.com. You can find out everything you'd ever want to know about her, and there's a lot to know. She's a great gal. But uh, I'm going to go. I'll talk to you guys soon. Until we uh, meet again, do the time. Don't let the time do you. Times seem hard right now, but you gotta believe things are getting better. Birds are migrating again, rains are back, stuff's, stuff's getting better. Things are getting better. This has
0: been an IC Robots radio production.